Well, praise the Lord, everybody. This is Brother J.W. Brand here at God's Whole Word. Amen. And uh, I'm just going to leave y'all with this brief uh, uh, note, message, whatever we're going to call it. Uh, I'm going to be um, basically just for today uh, canceling any podcast. Um, I'm not feeling very well today. Uh, got overheated. I'll tell you what, it is hot in Texas. And uh, got myself out there trying to get some things taken care of in the yard and became overheated. And so uh, with that said, I'm just going to kind of bow out for today. But I want to leave y'all with this thought. Uh, You know, uh, it is flat out hot out there. And it got me to thinking about hell. And I thought, you know, if it's hot like this in Texas, my word, how hot is hell going to be? And so we want to be mindful to get right with the Lord, to stay right with the Lord, to serve Him with all of our heart. Don't give God part of your heart. Give Him all your heart. And uh, we certainly got to be mindful to stay on fire, hot for God down in our soul, on fire for the Lord. And so with that said, I would like to encourage you today, uh, if you will, just stay safe out there. Stay hydrated. It is really, really hot out there. We're going to have to uh, make sure we drink lots of liquids and all. And I think water is probably the best there is from what I read and, and all. But um, and be careful out there. Stay hydrated. And, uh, you know, you get to feeling like you're dizzy or your head starts pounding. It might be a good idea to step on out of the heat uh, for a bit. But I tell you what, we won't be able to step out of the heat in hell if we end up there. So let's cancel our ticket to hell. Put our trust in Jesus Christ, all of our faith in him. You know, the Bible tells the book of James that the devil, they believe too, and they tremble. Our belief's got to go far beyond that because our belief is having to translate that beliefs into actions of faith, works of faith, like the book of James said. In other words, your faith it, it ought to show up in your actions. It ought to show up in the way you live and how you treat people. And so I would encourage you, treat people with the love of God. Now, I know that when I get on this podcast, which is basically my pulpit behind this desk, and then I get up on the eunuch preacher on Wednesday night Bible studies and the eunuch preacher on our Sabbath worship services on Saturdays that we load up uh, after we're done with that. They're pre-recorded. I know when I get behind these pulpits that God has given to me that I have a fiery message and I try to speak to people about repenting of their sins and getting yourself right with God and turning from the agendas of this world and and being mindful to uh, take a look at our sin and get right with God. 
But when I step out of this pulpit, I've got to be mindful to be loving and kind to all those around me, even those that God makes very clear are blatantly living in sin. We've got to be kind and loving. Now we do have to point out uh, what it is that is causing that disconnect in a relationship with God for people that uh, have not repented. And so you have those platforms, those places, whether they be uh, done on the Internet, you know, the eunuch preacher is done on YouTube, and this podcast is Googled, you know, you can Google it and find it. But when you step away from the preaching, when you step away from what God calls you to do, to reach people and to talk to people and to tell people uh, about their sin and how their sin is going to separate them from God eternally, we have to step away and when we walk into uh, the world, so to speak, now I don't mean we uh, are living in the world, we, we've got to be in the world and not of the world, but I mean when you're out there and you go into the grocery stores or the folks you work with or um, you know, you're going into the bank to do a transaction or, or just your neighbors and those that you live around, you've got to show them the love of God. And the Bible teaches us in Ecclesiastes that there's a time and a place for everything. And certainly, we've got to have those moments where we talk to people about repenting and getting right with God. And sometimes that can be a very fiery message. But we also have to balance it out, showing people the true love of God. Because, friend, we've all been created by God. Even the atheist has been created by God. Even And now God didn't make them an atheist. They became one because that's what they decided to do. But God created each and every one of us, and we've got to be mindful of that. And so uh, there's a time and a place for everything. And God says that judgment begins at the house of God. And so this is the reason why when the pulpit uh, is, you know, brought to bear to the people and and you get the word of god out there uh, that place the house of the living god the place of worship or the place that god's word is uh, gone out the bread is um, put out there for people uh, to eat you can't force nobody to eat you know there's a saying that many people know you can lead the horse to the water but you sure enough can't make them drink and that's the truth but when we leave those places and spaces that God calls us to um, share the Word of God and to um, speak in manners that may seem to be, uh, you know, to some people, and if not probably nowadays, most people in the world uh, find offensive, you know, they find it very offensive when you begin to talk about hell and you begin to talk about the need to repent and get right with God, and you begin to talk about uh, sin in in depth and what it looks like and what the Bible says that it, it it appears as and and what God calls sin. You know, we can't decide what sin is. God has decided that. So, um, 
It doesn't mean that we're not going to share the Word of God with people when we're out and about. I don't mean that. And I know a lot of people, they'll be real careful to critique every little word you say when you're talking about the Word of God or when you're preaching or teaching. And then they want to be real careful to jump as soon as they hear something. Aha! I got him. That kind of behavior. You better stop that because you ain't even right with the Lord yourself. But uh, what I mean is that there's a time and a place to really, truly show people respect and love and kindness. Now, I don't agree with the LBGTQ agenda. I don't agree with the transgender uh, agenda. I don't agree with the gay agenda. Um, and all that's being purported, I'm certainly standing squarely against what is being done in schools. I think it's atrocious. I think it's horrible. It's sinful. And we do have to be on the front lines to do what we can uh, legally and properly um, to, uh, to the extent of uh, what needs to be done to get our voices out there. But I've noticed that there are some that you won't get out there and you won't quote the word of God and then proceed to do violent acts. Do you know you're going to be in hell right along with them if you don't stop that nonsense? God didn't call you to violence and don't go quoting the Old Testament in order to validate what you're doing. You hear? You're going to have to quit that because you got to follow Jesus Christ. And you've got to follow his dictates as to how things go. Now, certainly the Lord, um, God Almighty, as the Israelites moved through the land and God was calling them to, to take the land that was theirs as God had called it to be. You know, God called the Israelites to certain things and to do certain things and to physically fight. But friend... We live in, in a day and age when the Holy Ghost has been poured out and your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost and you have a responsibility to obey the leader and what he says to do with that temple, which is your body. You have no right to be violent towards anybody that you disagree with their sin. And when I say violent, I'm talking about literal physical violence where people, I read a story today and it was talking about a man who was wanting to quote Old Testament scripture in the book of Ecclesiastes and, and then went and threw a Molotov, I think that's how you say it, bomb into a donut store that was, um, you know, uh, friendly to the LBGT community. And that, my friend, does not go together. You cannot claim God's word. Keep your hands off of God's word. If you're going to turn around and try to assimilate yourself as what Israel was called to do by God. You're not Israel. You're not in the Old Testament, so knock it off and act like you got some spiritual sense. Now, the reason why I think that you don't is because people like that and these people that call themselves proud boys, Listen, I understand that you don't want 
a drag queen teaching your children. I wouldn't want that neither. And even as I lived as a, a gay man in the gay community at one time and even had begun to do foster care, that's where we started with that and adopting children, I would not have absolutely not have wanted that going on even with my own children. And I know that seems like such a strange thing to hear coming out of somebody's mouth that was living in that world and, and living under those, those the agenda. But I would not have wanted that to have been done either because I know what it's like to be in a drag show and I know what they purport and I know what they do. Uh, and so certainly it is very upsetting and it certainly is a reason why so many parents are angry. I, I, I absolutely get it. My children are all grown thereabouts, and, and so I can't imagine raising children in this day and age and, and, and dealing with this ridiculous nonsense uh, of all these agendas that are being uh, uh, literally uh, you know, pulled into schools and, and being validated by people that are running the schools and being validated by the government and all these things. I get that it's frustrating. But friend, that's not the way you win the battle, not this battle. You don't, the Bible makes it clear that our weapons are not carnal. The people of God, their weapons are not carnal. It's not guns and knives and Molotov bombs and, and that kind of thing. No, 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 no. No, the people of God, our warfare is different. And if you don't know that, you haven't bothered to read Ephesians chapter 6 and what our uh, armor is. This is a spiritual battle. You are not, you are not fighting people. You say, well, I am, because these are people that are doing it. I get that, and I understand, but they're moved by the devil. They're moved by an enemy, Satan, the enemy of our souls. And these people, they don't even realize that they're bound up, that they are literally bound up and being moved, and, 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 and uh, you know, because they're in the enemy's camp. And when you're in the enemy's camp, you can be moved by the devil. You can be moved by the enemy, and they don't even realize that they're chained up. What you have to do is you've got to get a compassion for these people and realize, look, they're lost, and they're dying and going to hell. Now, I want to say something to you proud boys, whoever you are. I mean, I've just been reading about you. I don't really know the whole thing. But what I do know is I notice uh, the demeanor and the behavior of some that I've heard talk. Okay? And... Um, just the fact of what your name is. And I have spoken very clearly on this podcast about what we've been dealing with and what we've been talking about, um, about what God hates. God hates pride. All of it. All of it. And you're not going to get out of that when you meet God. Proverbs chapter 6 and verse 17. A proud look and a lying tongue. These are things God hates. And the first thing that God speaks about is pride. So I don't care if it's Texas pride. I've even talked about that. I said, you better quit using that term. You better stop that. Because you think you got this battle all run by, you know, I'm all for uh, being a conservative state. I'm glad that I live in a conservative state and all of those things. 
But you need to be careful using anything that relates to pride because you will find destruction. And the reason I know that is because of what the Word of God says. Read it. Read the Word of God and find out what God says about pride and the destruction that will come. Pride goeth before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall. And so, I don't care what it is. If you're going to label yourself proud, boys, you're going to use the term, oh, Texas pride. Even that is synonymous with any other pride, including gay pride, LBGTQ community pride, transgender pride, pride, any of it. Now, you could sit and argue all you want. It's a free country, at least for right now. But if you think your pride is going to keep you from a compartment in hell where it's hot, according to Jesus Christ, he's the one that told about the man that went to hell. And you might think, oh, well, that was just because he wasn't treating the poor right. Oh, no, no, no. That was just one specific reason the Bible tells us of many things that will cause people to go to hell. And pride is one of them. So you better let it go. Stop lying to yourself. Stop trying to use Old Testament scriptures to validate your reason for coming against people with your violent actions. You can't do that. you got to get on your knees and pray. You know why you think that don't work? Where's your faith? You ain't got none? Or do you? Because when I get on my knees to pray, I'm believing that God is hearing me. And I've seen God move. Because I know that he hears. But listen, if you're full of the sin of pride, God won't hear you. Do you understand? And there's plenty of Bible to prove it. So what are we going to do? If you want to quote scripture, don't use the Bible and quote scripture, which is what this one did that threw a Molotov, uh, I guess they call them cocktail, I don't know why they call them that, but that's what it said, and threw it in this place called the Donut Hole that I guess is LBGTQ community and uh, uh, friendly, excuse me, and uh, I, I don't know if they how it is that's understood by this man that did this. I don't know if there's a sign or a flag. I don't know. I have no idea. And so, to be honest with you, I, I get bothered myself. I don't, I don't like seeing gay flags fly, flying any more than you do. I don't like seeing, uh, you know, all of this that's going on with uh, these transgender folks. But listen, are those parents... Taking those children there, don't you think they're responsible? Don't you think the, the foolishness of them being foolish parents taking their children to something such as that? And don't tell me it's innocent. I, I looked at some of the things that were said during uh, Reddit on the phone. I was talking about uh, some things that actually went on during these readings. You know, I, I don't want to, uh, you know, any more than you do, somebody have somebody dressed up like a woman that's a man 
and then during the story how I said, oh, well, you know, the, the drag queen's hips go swish, swish, swish. They didn't use a drag queen. They used the name that the person's purportedly to be. Well, I didn't like the name either. Pickles. I know what you're referring to. I'm not stupid. I've been around drag queens years ago when I lived in this life lifestyle years ago. I know what's going on. So don't tell me there's not no undercurrent. They show enough is. But listen, there's a fight that is more powerful than any kind of weapon you would use that's what the Bible calls a carnal weapon. You know, guns and knives and all that kind of thing. It's called prayer. And if you've got enough faith, if you really believe in God, you're going to believe that God is going to fight. But he's going to do it his way. But he needs people to stand up and walk in the way they're supposed to. You know, if you're going to keep sin in your life and you ain't going to repent, God ain't going to listen to you. There's plenty of Bible on that. Now, I know there's a lot of preachers out there that are false teachers. They're lying to people and they're telling people, oh, that's not true. Yeah, it is. Why would you argue with what the Bible says? Why would you say something different than what the Bible actually says? Because you're a false prophet. And false prophets are liars. And the Bible says all liars are going to go to hell. They're going to be thrown in the lake of fire. So you talk about Texas heat. <laughs> oh, there's a lot more heat coming if you don't repent. So we got to do that, folks. We got to repent. We got to turn from our wicked ways. Second Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14. If my people were to call by my name, shall humble themselves. You got to humble yourselves. Well, what does that mean? You got to let go of that pride. Shall humble themselves. If you don't let go of every bit of pride, I don't care. You upset because they call it a pride parade? Well, what about you calling yourself proud boys? What about Texas saying, using Texas pride? I get the purpose of why you, you, you know, I, I get the purpose of what you're trying to say. But you shouldn't be using something that stands against God's ways either. Because that's going to bring destruction. Now, that ain't my words. I'm just telling you what the Lord said. I'm just, I'm, I'm just doing what God said to do. Tell the word. Right? God's whole word. I ain't leaving nothing out. So if you won't get bent out of shape, well, go to your knees and talk to the Lord because he's the one that, that told all I'm doing is just being a messenger of what the Lord said. So you can get over it and move on, get on your knees and pray to the Lord like you ought to. But do you really want to take the time to do that? Or is it that you truly are filled with pride and you want to do it your way? Hmm? Think about it. Because that attitude and that pride that eats away at people it's going to destroy you if you do not repent of it. Do you hear? Do you hear? I just wanted to leave you with that little bit. You know, most people are used to me yelling and hitting my desk, so I just wanted to give you a little something-something to go with as I leave the podcast today because I'm pretty much tapped out. I'm tired. i got to go. Uh, rest for a bit and all as i said that uh, i just got a little bit overheated today but i just wanted to share those words with y'all all right so again y'all be careful out there stay hydrated and uh, and i love you i truly do i wouldn't tell you the truth 
You know, when when you got people telling you the truth, that means they, well, let me rephrase that. When you got people telling you the truth of God's word and they're not misinterpreting what God says, like this particular one wanted to quote a verse out of Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verses 1 through 8, and I thought, well, it, it makes no sense that people want to quote the Bible. And then they said, oh, it's King James Version, as, as if that would validate their reasoning for throwing a Molotov cocktail into a donut shop because of sin. Well, look, the world is going to be sinful. The Bible says so. And it says men's hearts are going to wax worse and worse. But, you know, God has given us some instruction through the mouth of Jesus Christ that we've got to follow. And so let's go out and let's be loving and kind and fight on our knees in prayer to God. Wear that armor. Ephesians chapter 6, verses 10 through 18. Read it and put it on. Huh? Because when we meet God, and we're going to, you're going to have to give an account for what you refuse to listen to. Because if you want to quote the Bible, God's going to say, okay, well, one, you misinterpreted this here because this had nothing to do with you. But why did you not listen to the Messiah that I sent? Jesus Christ. Why did you not listen to his words? Why did you not listen to the guidance of, of, of the apostles that I left behind and all of the word that was given? Why did you not listen to that? Hmm? Nowhere are we instructed as Christians being filled with the Holy Ghost to be violent towards people. That is absolutely Absolutely not anything Jesus Christ would tolerate. He said to love your enemy. You say, well, I don't want to do that. Then you don't follow Jesus Christ. Your father is the devil. And you'll be meeting him in hell. I mean, what else is there to say? I don't want that to happen to you, but that's what's going to happen to you if you don't turn around and repent. So with that said, y'all... I, I do love you because I'm telling you the truth. I'm telling you what God's word says. I'm not going to beat around the bush with you. So um, just keep on serving the Lord. Find yourself a place to talk to God. Get on your knees and fight in prayer because this is a spiritual battle, folks. You, you're, you're, you're fighting principalities and powers in dark places. This is not, you know something that you can fight on the physical level. You've got to fight with what God said to fight. The warfare uh, that is going on is a spiritual warfare, and there is literally spiritual um, armor that God gives us. And you've got to be mindful of that, what that armor looks like, what that armor involves. So go read that armor and get it on. Otherwise, stop claiming the Bible and stop acting like you follow Jesus. You're a liar, false prophet. If you're going to do it any other way than what the Lord said to do. Hmm? You, you're, not, you're not Israel. You, you're, not, you're not in that day and age. You're in, you're in the time that the Messiah was sent. And we uh, have been put into uh, the place where God's Spirit is continually being poured out where the Holy Ghost is given to you to guide you and lead you. Now, that kind of behavior and where you're quoting the Word and you're misinterpreting things and you're not rightly dividing the Word, because the Bible says that in Second Timothy, I believe it's chapter 
Second Timothy chapter two and verse fifteen. You got to rightly divide the word. You got to put everything in its proper place. And if you study, you find that your behavior in trying to fight this war physically with physical um, armor is not what God has called us to do. Now, I know that there's a time and a place for everything. I know the Lord says even in his word in the book of Romans and different places that God has placed, you know, uh, those who are, are in place of, of, of law enforcement. You know, God's placed them here. I know that there's all kinds of people out there just talking and twisting things and saying, oh, well, no, it was uh, this was brought about by uh, the white man and all this other stuff. No, God actually spoke about that in his word. Now, that can it be that people took it and misused it? Well, they did, but we got to move forward. we got to do what's right. we got to keep moving forward and do what's right and look at the word of God. But, you know, a lot of people, they don't want to follow the word anymore. But the Bible says men's hearts will wax worse and worse. And what is such a shame is people that start quoting the Bible and start calling on the name, act like they're Christians. Huh? Just like the man that walked into uh, some Asian restaurant and he ordered some Asian food and he supposedly was a Christian. And then after he turned and he saw Buddha, you know, I mean, I am fully aware I've seen it before. I know those things are there. And even the Apostle Paul said, you know, it's best not to ask whether the food that's being served, uh, whether it's been offered to an idol or not. And, and that it would be best not to ask so that you not bring condemnation to your soul. Have you not read that in the Bible? But what this man did uh, brought shame to Jesus' name and to Christianity as a whole. Because he started making a big scene, and you know how this world is. They'll tape anything now and put it on TikTok. And he made a big scene and, um, you know, let people know in there that he was a Christian and he wanted his money back and so on and so forth. Of course, the woman, you know, that was a manager there, she came out and said, oh, that's racist. Well, it's not really racist. I understand what he's saying as far as... Uh, you know, not wanting to eat something that's offered to idols. But if you didn't bother to ask, because that's what the Apostle Paul said, you, you know, don't, you know, if you feel compelled, because he even said if you were invited to go to some of these places where you know that it might have been offered to an idol and you feel compelled to go, you can go, just don't ask if it's been offered. I mean, that was the word of the Apostle. But, you know, the, the problem is, and, and, and see, you didn't have to ask. You know, just because you saw Buddha over there, and and I told y'all, I'm going to say the word of God, all of it, the God's whole word. So we're going to talk to you now because it wasn't right what you did because you made a scene, and then now it's plastered all over TikTok and everywhere else. Oh, this was a Christian, so all Christians behave like that. No, they don't. No, they don't. I've, I've, been, I've been invited one time. Well, my family, we were invited to go to a wedding. Uh, and these people were they were Buddhist, and we were invited to go to the wedding, which was next door to our house and and uh, the the people were very nice people, very polite, and I was trying to be a good witness of the Lord and always being friendly and kind to them and everything and they saw that we're, we were Christians, they knew that, and they wanted to we'd been able to form this uh, uh, you know kindness 
uh, with each other as neighbors, which is what we're called to do. Uh, the Lord calls us to love our neighbors, and he says to love your enemy. Well, I, I know I'm not going to go over there and worship Buddha. But when they said, you know, would you be kind to come to our wedding, we would be honored to have you. Now, we were the only ones there that were not Buddhist. But I felt compelled to go because I wanted to be, uh, you know, an example to them and say, you know, we're Christians, but we want to be here to share in this moment with you because you've invited us. And so we went. But did I ask when I got there whether these things were offered? No, I did not. I wasn't going to do that because I figured if I knew, then I would have to turn around and say no thank you to the food, and I was afraid that that might be offensive. Now, the Bible does give us instruction that that can be done. If you don't believe that, then you haven't read the Word. Now, if you knew that it was offered, then certainly you wouldn't take it because you've already been made aware that the food has been offered to an idol, so, uh, you know, you would be uh, probably more compelled not to eat it because I certainly would have if they would have just said this has already been offered to Buddha and we would like you to uh, have some I would not have partaken of it because it would have bothered my conscience and these are things that the Apostle Paul talked about but here's the problem with the Proud Boys and then the you know the behavior of this man in this uh, Asian restaurant is that people don't know how to rightly divide the word of God they don't read it they don't study it they just are running like a bunch of crazy people. Or, you know, I probably shouldn't use that word because some people are going to be upset. But that's what it looks like to the world. Because they're, you know, and, and if you would take the Word of God and the instructions that were given on how to deal with those things, then, then people wouldn't have that mindset. But, you know, this man went in there and made a huge scene and now it's plastered everywhere, and people are looking even more so at Christians like, oh, they're, look at how they are. They're just unkind, rude, hateful people, da-da-da. And that could have been handled completely different. And you know what? Uh, I think you know that. I don't know what your name is, but you were the one in the long blue shirt that's going all over the place, all over TikTok and everywhere. Now, I didn't see it on TikTok. It actually came up on my phone because it had been on TikTok, and, it, and I wanted to read it because it was talking about this Christian made a scene, and I thought, okay, what in the world? What in the world happened now? And so y'all need to get your act together and sit down and read the Word of God and get to praying. But you know what the problem is? A lot of you ain't even baptized with the Holy Ghost, and some of you are baptized with the Holy Ghost because I wondered if that man was baptized with the Holy Ghost. And the reason why I did was because he appeared to be dressed quite modest, had a decent short haircut, clean shaven. You say, well, none of that. I am getting into that with you. I am going to get into that with you all tonight. But, you know, uh, it made me wonder for a minute because he was, you know, I, I saw the picture of him there, and I thought, wait a minute. I hope that this is not somebody who is Holy Ghost filled and going in there and making a scene like that because, because again, you can be baptized with the Holy Ghost and not be staying full of the Holy Ghost. Now, maybe you've been praying, but one thing you're not doing is you're not studying and rightly dividing the Word of God. You're not looking at all of God's Word 
and learning how to navigate through this world like you need to so that we don't uh, create a problem uh, for shame being brought to the name of Jesus Christ. I mean, you, you should be ashamed of your actions. You need to repent. And that doesn't mean that you accept eating food that's offered to idols. I've already explained it to you. You know? But you could have went in there and you could have ordered that food um, and, and not even bothered to ask, even if you saw the Buddha. Did you know whether they offered it to that Buddha or not? You should know that many, many Asians, I'm not saying all, so Asian people don't get angry with me, but I'm saying there's a lot of Asian people that worship Buddha. Many people know that. I'm not saying they all do. I mean, I know there's Asian Christians and, and Asian Catholics and all, all kinds of... But, but it is known that a lot of Asian people do worship Buddha. So you, you should have known that when you walked in there in the first place. But you know what I think? I think pride got a hold of you. And just like I've talked to, about pride uh, toward the Proud Boys and talked pride toward this, these LBGQ community, don't tell me you can't have pride as, as a Christian. Even if you do have baptism with the Holy Ghost, you are certainly not listening to the Holy Ghost. Now, maybe you're not baptized with the Holy Ghost. Maybe you're just a conservative Christian. Well, if that's the case, you need the Holy Ghost. And you need to stay full of the Holy Ghost. And you need to study the Word of God better than you've been doing. And don't tell me, don't, don't be, you know, uh, sending some kind of comments, say, oh, I've got a degree. That don't mean nothing to Jesus. There's, there's that spirit of pride rising itself up. Don't talk to me about your degree. I don't need to hear that. Neither does Jesus. I mean, the Apostle Paul said it was all dung. You know what dung is, don't you? Poo-poo. You know? So we got to get right. We got to act right and 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 do things in the manner that the Lord wants us to do. Huh? You don't throw Molotov cocktails at some place that's that, you know functioning in the manner that they're going to function as a sinner. I mean, that's the word. But you can't function like the Old Testament. You don't live under the Old Testament. You don't live under the Old Testament law. You you are looking at Jesus Christ as your Savior. Now, certainly the Lord asks us to deal with sin, but look, judgment begins at the house of God. We deal with sin in the house of God. When people come, you know, they repent of their sins, and then they come to know, you know, begin to walk with the Lord, they're going to learn, look, we don't do this, and we don't do that. We don't behave like this and that. But you know what? You didn't learn that yourself. Because you're... you're Shame in the name of the Lord with the way you behaved in that Asian restaurant, Asian food restaurant. I'm not sure if it was Chinese food. I think that it was, but I, I can't remember exactly what the article said. But it, it was just a shame that that had to happen. And so for anybody that's listening to this podcast, listen, not all Christians feel that way. Not all, I know that that's being purported that way because it's just, uh, you know, it's got all kinds of views. But listen, not all of us feel that way. I mean, and 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 you say, well, oh, well, that's because you came from that agenda, so you just got that way of thinking. Oh, no, 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 <laughs> no. Listen, when when you get baptized with the Holy Ghost and then you stay full of the Holy Ghost and you keep your mind on Jesus and the Word of God, God will lead you into all truth. And there are plenty of people 
that didn't come from where I came from that feel the same way I do. They know that this is a spiritual battle, and they know that the thing that's used to fight is spiritual, uh, the spiritual armor. The, the Bible is called a sword, but it's used in the spirit realm. You, you don't take a physical knife or sword and fight physically. That's not how we do things following the Lord Jesus Christ. You're in the army of the Lord, but the army of the Lord has spiritual armor. This is a spiritual battle. You've got to fight on the level of the spiritual battle that it is. And stop acting like you got to do it another way. You're shaming the name of the Lord. You need to stop it. Do you understand? Now, with all that said, i got to go because I've been on here way longer. I thought I was only going to be on here for about five minutes. And so I'm going to go lay down for a while because I'm tired. You say, oh, that's the judgment of God come to you. You mean to tell me you ain't never got overheated out in this Texas heat? Maybe you ain't live in Texas, but I'll tell you it'll wear you out. Stop using foolish nonsense and talking nonsense. Read the word of God. Stop acting like you, you know, like you God's riding behind man or something. Or woman. And so that's it. I'll say again. I love y'all. I'm going to tell you the truth. That's, that's why. Because I love y'all. I'm going to tell you the truth. All of you. Including those LBGTQ community and gay agenda and LBGT. I don't know if I'm saying. I'm just going to say the ABC people. Uh, all the ABC thing going on and, and this transgender stuff where you're standing against God and God's created you the way he wanted you to be. Now, I know truly that there really are people that struggle with this transgender dysphoria or dysfunction or whatever you want to call it. They really feel that struggle. And we've got to be... Uh, We've got to be loving and kind and, and help them to understand, look, God made you in the body that he wants you to be. If you were born a male, God wants you to be a male. If you were born a female, God wants you to be a female. And just because there's some anomalies that happen with, you know, uh, differences in uh, chromosome or whatever, there is the basis of understanding that that person is actually either a male or a female because that's what God does there's no more than two genders that's all they is it's male and female that's what god designed and i know that it makes it seem like it's an easier thing to just latch on to all of this stuff that is really not true but satan wants to fool you and i'm loving enough and kind enough to tell you look you're making a big mistake but here's the deal all three of these groups i'm not talking about the three groups of gay agenda, transgender agenda, and LBGT, ABC agenda. I'm not, don't mean that three. I'm talking about all of that because I lump all that together. I just call it the gay agenda. I lump it all together. But I'm talking about the gay agenda, the proud boy agenda, and then this so-called Christian way agenda. That's not Christian ways to behave like that in a restaurant. I mean, have you never been to a Chinese restaurant? Have you ever been to a Chinese smorgy? Almost invariably, you see Buddhas in there. Now, I'm not going to go asking the cooks, did y'all offer this to Buddha before you uh, served this to us? 
I'm not going to go do that because Paul, Paul said, you know, either, uh, you know, if you pre be predisposed to go, then don't, don't ask no questions to bring it upon your conscience to affect your conscience. Because if I found out that they did, I would walk out. I wouldn't want to eat there. But I'm not going to make a big old scene about it neither. That was your pride. Your spiritual pride. And you know what? All three of these groups, you're going to be sharing hell together if you don't repent. <laughs> repent of your pride. Because God hates pride. That's Proverbs chapter 6 and verse 17. Proud look. In other words, what pride looks like. And all three of these groups that I just mentioned, this is what pride looks like. You better quit. Because God's a coming. Jesus Christ, hallelujah, he's a coming. And you better get your house cleaned up before he gets here. And if you think you're going to the, you're going up with the church when the trumpet sounds and you behaving like that, oh no, you're not because you shame the name of Jesus. That's what you did. You think you're gonna go to heaven? You think you're gonna be? Oh, my faith is gonna take me. Apparently, you didn't read the book of James. No, faith without works is dead. Huh? That's what it says, and I believe what it says. Maybe you got another doctrine. Maybe you got some teacher that's, you know, just kind of scratching your ears a little bit. And you won't listen to what they say because it feeds your pride. Huh? I'm not going to feed nobody's pride. I'm going to tell you what. You need to repent. You better start using the spiritual armor that God gave us to use. And one of those is prayer. We got to spend time with the Lord. You can't expect a move of God without spending time with Him. That's what Second Chronicles chapter seven, to verse fourteen, is trying to get across to us. You had to turn from your wicked ways. That was wicked. That was ungodly. There was not. There is no godliness in that. Just because you you were clear, I'm a Christian, so I want my money back. That is not Christian behavior. And I get so sick and tired of people behaving like that and then claiming themselves to be the Christian and claiming themselves to, you know, you're not even quoting the Bible right. And people are looking at this and, and they're saying, look at those crazy Christians. Anyhow. Well, A, B, C, D, D, F, G people, you L, B, G, T, Q, you transgender, you get agenda, all the agendas. I love you. I want you to be saved. I tell you the truth because I want you to be saved. Proud boys, I tell you the truth because I want you to be saved. All right? You Christians that are acting like anything but a Christian, I want you to be saved. So I'm going to tell you, you got to repent. Because otherwise you're all going to be rolling around in hell together. Because of your pride, you will get rid of that nonsense. So with that said, I'm out. Y'all have a good day. May the Lord keep you and bless you. And I mean that sincerely. And so with that said, in Jesus' name, I'm out. God bless.